I'm really interested that you studied arts and art history at university rather than sort of the traditional thing of fashion design in, in kind of Parsons or St. Martin's right. or something like that. Where did the interest in fashion come from? Where did the switch to fashion come from? Well, I think it was something that I always, I always liked as a, as a teenager, mainly. Um, not really as a child. Um, I think originally it really came from the fact that I was fairly unpopular in school. Um, like, I, you know, it was just like really nerdy and was um, not really accepted. Um, this was in Paris. And I think there was this whole kind of, um, uh, the idea of Pygmalion was very appealing to me. The idea that you could go and buy clothes, like cool clothes that would suddenly like transform your entire social life and you would become like really popular and um, which is something I think as a teenager that you, you know, you need and you want. Um, and so that's I think really when the idea of um, fashion started and my interest in fashion started um, and the idea that fashion could be something transformative and that it could be um, something that could change you uh, was um, very important to me when I was growing up as a teenager um, and I guess I didn't really realize being a designer could be uh, a real job. Um, not sure it's still, it is now, but um, but I think you you get to the point. Um, I mean, I went to college and I was I was studying art and art history, um, and you get to the point where you're able to look at something uh, like like fashion and clothes in a much um, more objective way. Um, in its kind of historical context or what the meaning of it is um, outside of just like a piece of clothing on a hanger, uh, which I think becomes really interesting. Um, and that's really when I started becoming interested in becoming a designer, um, more so. I'd like to talk a little bit about your time at Givenchy because I'm quite interested in the influence of that French couture tradition. Do you think that that sort of couture tradition is informing the work that you're doing now? I'm not sure from being from France necessarily, but from having worked in France, definitely. Um, it changed a lot uh, in just the way that I designed. Um, mainly because I think there's so much research that goes into um, collections in France and I don't know if it's because they want it to be more tortured or um, or more difficult but um, but there is a great deal of just development and trial and error um, which is uh, which is something I'm really really happy I learned um, in Paris and part partly I'd like to say it's because when you're working at a house, um, let's say like Givenchy, I think that you, you're surrounded with other houses like Balenciaga and 
um, you know, Céline and all of these other houses, and you know everyone is going to do something really, really good. So you better, you better work hard and do something good as well. Um, so I think partly, um, partly I think it's just like really stupidly um, peer pressure uh, in a way. Um, but I also think there is a, um, there's a tradition of excellence and of, of um, creativity um, and of pushing boundaries, which is very much alive, I think, in French fa fashion houses in general. I think there's a lot of expectation. It's interesting you look at your work and as I said, there's a lot of handwork in it, which again is this huge part of this French tradition of it might be ready to wear, but that's the opposite to New York in a way, or to the traditional view of New York, which right. is the idea that this is ready to wear, but there's no reason it can't be finished by hand. Right. Um, they are, I mean, they're very, in a lot of ways, the, the, I guess the stereotypical view of New York fashion versus the kind of stereotypical view of French fashion are very, very different. Um, and in a way, you know, I think that there are things which are, which I very much, um, I guess I very much admire uh, in American fashion, which is the idea of, the idea of clothes as clothes, um, that there's not necessarily this whole um, philosophical kind of message and um, in each collection and that it's really about ease and it's about um, it's about things that are wearable in the end um, which I, I you know I, I think is something um, really uh, refreshing sometimes um, and some American designers do do it very well or have done it really well as well I mean I think Helmet is a kind of a prime example of taking the idea of American sportswear and making it really new and really creative, but not losing the ease and not losing the wearability, um, which is something that sometimes you can stray from a little bit in Paris. You know, you're seeing something so beautiful on the runway, but it, al it almost exists only for the runway. And there's no, there's no palpable um, uh, kind of um, future for it in the real world. Um, it's I think they're two completely different ways of looking at fashion and at clothes. Did you always want to work under your own name? Did you always want to have your own label? Yes, I think I um, I did. Uh, but I didn't want to set up right after college. A, because I hadn't been to fashion college, so I really didn't know anything uh, when I started. And, um, but uh, to me, it was very important to be an assistant. And it was very important to just be kind of, well, an intern first, and to just be kind of um, a lowly uh, pawn. <laughs> because you do, I think you learn a lot about being a good designer, um, but you also learn a lot about just running, like being a good manager and a good leader for a team. I mean, when you're treated horribly at a fashion house, um, you remember 
that you were treated horribly and what it feels like to be treated horribly. And I think that you, I mean, hopefully, <laughs> you know, we don't treat our interns that way. Mm. And, you know, you kind of develop a more human way and a different way of working, um, which for me was really important. What were the inspirations behind Autumn Winter 2010? A lot of it came from, um, from Tim Burton. Uh, it start, at least started with Tim Burton. And uh, I, was I was watching a lot of his movies, specifically The Nightmare Before Christmas and um, Edward Scissorhands. And I really liked um, the idea of the character of Edward as, um, as someone who was both quite um, monstrous or a monstrous figure, and, but also very fragile and um, misunderstood in the end. And the idea of taking that kind of narrative and bringing it to close um, in a technical way was very interesting to me. So just the idea of the, there was a lot of lacing in the collection. Um, the idea of the lacing being something that uh, represented um, like a, a wound or um, something being kind of roughly sewn together, but was also something very fragile, was something that really appealed to me. So overall, it was that kind of a, a narrative of, um, of, it was very Tim Burtonian, I guess you would say, in a way. And it's not, I mean, it's interesting that it's come from cinema and there was, for me, for, for spring, summer, and certainly for last autumn, winter, there was something a little bit cinematic about that. Yeah, I mean, there is always a, there is always a cinematic quality to the inspiration, just because I like the idea of a narrative, and I think narrative helps me, um, I guess, develop an idea in a cohesive way. Um, but I also, I also like movies a lot. I respond to audiovisual way more than I respond to like a two-dimensional or three-dimensional static object. Um, mainly because I like the story. The story is something that fuels what I do. It was very dividing, um, and a, a people liked it or really, really hated it. And I understand why, where the hate part came from, you know? I think you can't please everyone, and, um, and every season you kind of try, you, you try different things, and you, if you don't, you know, if you, I don't experiment and try something new when I'm 26 or 27, you know, there's just no, I mean, there's no point, really. So, um, I mean, so I think, um, so I think, but I liked the idea that it was, that it was dividing, because at least there was an opinion, and mm -hmm. at least it, it, I think the message was strong enough that people reacted to it. How much do you consider commerce, or is it about making these sort of one-off pieces? Is that what is kind of commercial for you? It's a good question. Um, I think, a lot of it um, comes from the general idea that you can build a business on a very, very niche market, um, at least starting from there. I think making really beautiful, um, well, that's subjective, but very well-made um, pieces that are intricate and well-constructed and um, that happen to also be fairly expensive. Um, is something that you can start with, and I think there is a market for it. And um, and I think the l 
the less we dilute that idea, the stronger the business will be. So of course, you know, you have to build in commercial pieces and you have to build in um, slightly lower price things and simpler things. But the core of the business is really this idea of, I think you said it very well, the idea of intricacy and the idea of what is, you know, what is something, what is luxurious today? Um, so I think, I think when a woman goes into a store and is going to spend $5,000 on a dress, she wants to make sure it's something that's, you know, really extraordinarily made and fit and um, just in terms of fabrication. Autumn Winter was your third showing season and your fourth on your own label. What's next? Where do you kind of see the future going? That's a good question. Um, I think... I hope we're going to be kind of slow growers um, because I'm very afraid of this. Um, it seems like people have this feeling that it's been this kind of meteoric rise, which in a lot of ways, um, you know, it has been not without a lot of work and it, it went very quickly. And I just want to make sure that we're very stable in the business, really, to be able to support the growth and um, but really I think we're just going to um, to try to grow uh, steadily over time and just keep doing what we're doing and add more categories and um, I don't think there's anything really grand <laughs> planned yet <laughs> it's all it's kind of slow growth slow evolution yeah not an evolution of the collections but an evolution of the business yeah i mean i think yeah i think it's better it's it's better that way you know it's i think that it's easy to burn out and it's easy to bore the fashion press um fairly quickly um and i think one of the best pieces of advice was um given to me by karine actually when i started and she said remember that um, now people really like you and they think you're really cool, but you know, be careful because in fashion, everything is cyclical and maybe in two years, they'll think you're like a loser. <laughs> um, which was meant with all the kind of, um, it was meant, I guess, as, a, as a, a word of very kind advice to kind of just be like, you know, just be, be on your toes and um, don't take things for granted and um, and I think she's right you know I think you have to you have to cultivate um, the long term in a way and um, and I think a lot of it has to do with just being a nice person